Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, everyone. Our guest today is a dear friend, Deborah Hennekamp, who you probably know as Mama Medicine on Instagram and is one of the most lovely people Colleen and I know and has such a lovely presence and has a book coming out called Ritual Baths, which is about becoming our own best healer. So given what's going on in the world right now, I couldn't think of a better person to get on Skype and chat with. So Deborah, it's it's good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. And so, you know, we're all social distancing, we're quarantining, you know, you guys and Colleen and I are doing so with quarantine with kids and it's a little crazy. How, how do we use this time to become our own our own best dealer well i think that right now is actually a really beautiful opportunity to just kind of clear and cleanse out like i know for myself in particular it's been a nice time to just kind of like detox and our bodies are naturally detoxing in the spring anyways, and with all of this focus on immunity, you know, I've been doing a lot of detoxing through upping my yoga practice, my meditation practice, um, trying to eat as clean as possible and just drink a lot of water and take baths. And it's been kind of a nice time actually for self-care practices. And so, you know, the book is literally called Ritual Baths, and there, there are two important words. One is ritual, and the other is baths. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> in the book, you have, you, you you detail these baths, and there are two that stuck out, like, that for, for me, particularly with what's going on right now. One is the hope bath, and the other is be my own healer bath. Can you maybe just talk through the thinking behind the baths? Yeah, um, so each bath, it comes with like a little channeled message before it was a really interesting process with writing the book and how it came through. I was waking up at 3am every morning to write it and it all kind of came out in a few weeks time, even though I had been working on the kind of like foundation sketches of it for years and years. Um, and I just kind of tuned into what I felt like would be needed at the time that the book came out and the baths, like the, the hope bath and, and a bath that like reminds us that sometimes hope is the one thing that you have. And it's the one thing that you can, you can count on and the be your own healer bath. Like I, I look at baths like this and I think, wow, that was it's really interesting, like the exact time the book is coming out and what is happening in the world right now and how we really do have to be our own healers. Like we, we actually can't seek outside of ourselves. Um, 
And I think that when we are looking within to be our own healers, we're going to notice that we have a lot of resources available to us, like in our own homes and in our own hearts and in our, in the love of our families. So you mentioned tuning in and tapping in and, and leveraging our intuition, if you will. So obviously that that's, you know, what you do, you do energy work and you work with people and you do readings. How can we, you know, the person listening, how can we, you know, tap into our intuition? Like what are some of the practices? What are the things we can start to do to, to really start to flex those muscles, if you will? I think it could be really helpful to set up a little healing space for yourself in your own home, even if it's just like a tiny little corner where you put like a meditation cushion and maybe you have your journal and maybe a candle or something representing the different elements there. Just something like a place where you can you can step aside. I think that's one place that could be really helpful to be your own healer. I think because we're having to spend so much time indoors, um, still keeping that connection to nature from the natural elements that you already have in your home is important. Like putting in that that healing space, maybe seashells that you collected on the beach one day, um, you know, a candle, maybe a little bowl of water, just to remind you that you are nature. I love when that. we are more, yeah, it's so important because. You know, when we're more connected to nature, we, we're more connected to the truth of who we are because we are we have all of the elements within us. So you also mentioned earlier this idea of cleansing and detoxing. What are the some, some of the things we can do when we start to take inventory of what's in our home? Well, you know, I just want to say I feel like when it's times of like high anxiety, high stress, the first thing that a lot of us do is look for tools to escape. Like, you know, all, like all the things we can take to like drink it away or, or somehow like make it, make all the, the fear and anxiety not real. But I think it's actually really important to honor sometimes that some of these more shadowy emotions are what we're going through. And if we can sit with the fact that maybe we feel very afraid, but then choose instead to focus on love, that's like a little bit different than escaping from the fear and thinking about choosing love you know mm. so it's like actually practicing it and then to put it to put that love into practice you know it can be very simple things like dusting the leaves of your plants um before you drink a glass of water take a moment and just put intention and and blessing and love into that glass of water and then drink it it'll taste sweeter you know um <laughs> realize what you have, you know, realize what you don't need. These are all things that are really purifying for our spirits. Do you have a go-to when you find yourself, you know, possibly becoming a little stressed or a little anxious or just like feeling off? Do you have any, any go-tos? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's go for a walk outside, take a bath and, you know, just legs up the wall pose 
Ooh, lights up the wall. <laughs> that, that brings me back to restorative yoga. I haven't done that in a while. It's my most favorite thing, restorative yoga. It's so magical. So what do you do like a couple of minutes here? Like, I'm curious what that looks like for you. Cause everyone, for me, it's like, I do five or so minutes really light. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing for me would be take the dog out for a walk, come back, hop in the bath, create a beautiful ritual bath for myself, you know, turn off the lights, put on the candles, put the intention into the water. And then after I get out of the bath, do some restorative yoga. So start with doing like a little bit of cat cow and then, um, a supported, uh, supine Baddha or like butterfly pose where you have a pillow underneath your back and then a pillow under each open knee. So you get like a nice gentle back bend and then do legs up the wall for like 10 minutes and then just two knees twist on either side at the end. Mm. So, okay, so I'm, I am a shower person, but Colleen, my wife, is a, is a bath person. But, but what you just outlined in terms of the bath sounded very appealing. So can you just like go back to the bath and walk through a couple really nice spiritually cleansing options for people that they could you know incorporate into their routine if they just want to really use the bath as a spiritual practice to wind down well i think you you start with turning on the water to the temperature that you prefer and then head over to your kitchen grab baking soda grab some salt if you have rosemary in your spice rack um rosemary right now in our baths is is really really beautiful because it brings in like a divine mothering kind of gentle energy so take the rosemary the baking soda the salt put it in your bath put seashells that you collected or stones that have meaning to you in your bath and then when you are in your bathroom and you have all those ingredients in your bath turn off the lights um and maybe put on some relaxing music or just have like darkness and silence except for just one candlelight and you'll you'll notice already with the intention of like the silence you've created quite a ritual for yourself but then when you get in and you smell the rosemary and you feel the salt kind of neutralizing your energy and you see like the beautiful shells in the water and all of that like you you feel something magical happening, even if you don't put intention into it. But if you want to put intention into it, just like really focus on your breath and the bath and turn it into a meditation. I love that. I, I love a couple things you said. One, find the, the temperature that works for you. I know Wim Hof and cold baths are all the rage right now and I just can't do cold. I'm just yeah. <laughs> so I like finding the temperature that works for you, and I and I like this idea of really also finding an intention for that that works for you. Is there something that's really in terms of an intention or a meditation that's really resonating with you at, at the moment? Um, I'm working a lot with receptivity. I feel mm -hmm. that 
part of what we're possibly energetically clearing with COVID-19 is a collective energy of abuse. And I think the counterbalance to abuse is gentleness and, and kindness and receptivity. And so, you know, think, things like, this is like the mama part of mama medicine, right? Like the, what I offer is strong, but it's also with like love and gentleness and, and receptivity. So things like making the temperature comfortable for you, you're more likely to, to use the medicine if the medicine is sweet, mm-hmm. you know? So, so that like kind of gentleness, softness, sweetness, I think we need to understand the power in that right now and move, move more into like that place or at least embrace that place. I love that. And so, you know, having time on our hands and doing the work, you know, what are some of like the, the easy must do things that people listening, you know, must do to, to, to start doing that, that deeper spiritual work, if you will, like what, what's like a non-negotiable if people want to use this time, you know, to become better, to find meaning, to find purpose, to be more in tune, to be more connected. Okay. So the number one thing I think is to embrace mystery embrace not knowing what comes next this goes this goes back to that like receptive energy right like we don't know what things will be like in five days from now forget a five-year plan like now is the moment to start getting really really comfortable with the unknown and the mystery and you know what's so amazing is that when we embrace mystery, there's so much creative potential in that place of not having everything figured out all the time. So I think that's the number one thing to do is just start to to trust the unknown. I love it. Embrace the mystery, which is so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I think, you know, anxiety is driven by the fear of the future. And there's so much uncertainty in the world right now. And there is real fear in the future because every day, you know, things change and they're not changing in in a good way with regards to COVID-19. However, they're all, you know, the the human spirit is alive and people are doing amazing things every day. But, you know, anxiety at its core is fear of the future. And so embracing, embracing the mystery is a tough one for a lot of people, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what else is the mystery is love. You know, like we don't somehow like we can all feel it and we don't necessarily know why we feel it. Like within that mystery is love. And also like, you know, death and birth is also part of mystery. Like nobody really knows what happens after we die. Nobody really knows what happens before we're born. Some of the the biggest philosophical questions are like in mystery, you know? And I think that like what will come through creatively 
from trying to just be okay with not knowing will be so incredibly empowering for all of us as a, a human collective here at this time. I love that. Any closing words for people listening right now who, you know, aren't feeling so great? Just that, you know, everything that you are feeling right now is very, very valid and it's real. And also know that you are so supported by the, the earth herself, this place that you've called home for so long. And nature always knows what to do to take care of herself and you are nature. I love it. Deborah, thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, Deborah is offering uh, $20 off a medicine reading and go to mamamedicine.nyc and enter code MBG20. And that's going to be the show notes for you guys. So take advantage of that. And Deborah, thanks so much for all that you're doing. And let's embrace the mystery. Let's do it. Thanks, Jason. Thank you so much, Deborah.